Hi, this is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo in the Howling, and you're listening to The Horror Squad. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 100 of The Horror Squad, <laughs> of the Horror Squad podcast. As always, I am joined by my co-host, Sam. Steve. <laughs> What's up? And, of course... Our host, as always, Todd. Hi. So what's up, Todd? How was Thanksgiving? Uh, Thanksgiving was a lot of food. Um, a lot of work drama. It's hilarious, but I can't really share, share on this. Um, offline, I will. But uh, you know what? Actually, I've been catching up with a lot of non-horror movies. Um, I know we're not doing what watch tonight, but I uh, tried The Irishman, which is a three-and-a-half freaking hour film. We watched uh, that, too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess I more liked it than didn't, but man, de-aging really like throws me off. It's really weird to me. See, I thought the de-aging actually worked pretty well in this one. Sure, it was like a little distracting at times, but I thought like it was way better than the de-aging they did in the It uh, Chapter 2 with the kids. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's just, maybe it's because like, I know Pesci and De Niro are like, really old. You, yeah. know, you know what really, really got me, though, was a scene where um, De Niro was beating that guy up, and you can totally tell it's an old man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wow, man, they could have recast that. But overall, I think it was a good movie. A little long, but... Yeah. Are uh, you a fan of Scorsese's, like, other mob movies? Oh, yeah. I mean, Goodfellas is, like, one of the best movies ever. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, Casino's good, right? And uh, I'm drawing a blank. Taxi Driver's good, even though it's not mob. The, he did The Departed, right? I think, too. He, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But, yeah, just watching a lot of non-horror movies and uh, doing yard work, shit like that. What about you guys? We had a good Thanksgiving, but honestly, Todd, I don't know how you do it with kids, man, because, like, we had... No, Todd, <laughs> Steve, you got, I wish you guys could see my face, because Joe said we had a good Thanksgiving. I did not have a good Thanksgiving. <laughs> no offense to Joe's family. It's hard doing in-laws, man, honestly. It's not the in-laws. There were just kids crying every five minutes, and I was like, literally, kill me now. <laughs> Uh, that's a little taste of parenting. Yeah. It's different when it's your kids, though. That's what everyone like, always says, yeah. Because, yeah. like, when you see another kid, you're, like, you automatically judge them, like, oh, this fucker, like, um, and my wife's a teacher, so I don't know how she does it. I would not have the patience for that shit. Yeah. Right. But yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I, it was, <laughs> I was a good Thanksgiving, but, man, the kids were, uh, ugh, just listening to the kids whine all day was, it was a bit tough, but we, we pushed through, and then, uh. What did we do on Friday? Was it Friday? We went to the tree lighting in town, which was nice. Um, Santa comes off the roof of the Hawthorne Hotel. They get, like, the fire department shows up, and they, like, get one of those, like, uh, like, they say it's a ladder, but it's not really a ladder. It's like a lift, like a massive Like a boom kind of thing? Yeah, like, on the end of the fire truck, and they go to the top of the roof and bring him down, and it was fun. And then they, then you walk down uh, the pedestrian mall here in Salem, um, which is like a super touristy area, and then they had the tree and lit it. It was nice. It was uh, a good time. And uh, what else? Did we do anything else, or is that about it? Um. Well, I'm kind of disappointed that we're not doing what watch because I literally have watched 20 movies this week. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. What's your, What's the, What's the best one out of them? Oh God. Um. Put you on the spot. You are putting me on the spot. You can say mosquito. Um. <laughs> um. I don't fucking 
can remember. I watched um, The Kitchen with Melissa McCarthy. It was good. I don't think I've heard of that one. What? It's Comedy? Like, it's like a mob heist movie. But with all women. Oh, I, oh yeah. Whatever. The, well, the Irishman, we, you, you didn't, the Irishman wasn't your favorite? Yeah, I guess it was my favorite. Yeah. That took me three days to watch. I did it in hour increments. We watched it in one sitting. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, uh, we did. But, yeah. Well, what about Steve? How was his non-Thanksgiving? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I mean, it was good. Uh, I, I was in, like, like, my wife makes ornaments, and I was in crunch time because it was the last week that people could get their orders in. So I did a bunch, like, gosh, so many ornaments uh, with her, and I watched a lot of movies because of that, so I just parked with an iPad and plug away at those ornaments. Uh, yeah, I'm also a little disappointed we didn't have a watch, but I do want to mention one thing I watched because it's going to be a couple of weeks I won't be on, and I have to mention it while it's still fresh in my head. I watched, at Joe's request, uh, Hagazusa, oh. and what I have to say is, dude, what the fuck did you make me watch? <laughs> it is so Please. disturbing of a movie. No, come back. He left, she quit. There? <laughs> no, well... You take a pee pee? Hagazusis. Oh, shit. All right. Let me come back real quick then. All right. So you did like it, Steve? I still haven't seen it yet. It's like, I've never been like this conflicted about a movie, whether I liked it or not. I'm kind of like, I'm not sure. But holy shit, do they hit every taboo possible Mm. in this like hour and a half. It was disturbing. Disturbing as what do you mean? Hell. Like, give me, give yeah. me an example. No, you don't want to know. The less you know, going in, the better. Not even one. No, like, well. Well, I'm uh, not gonna watch it then because it sounds like they kill animals. Well, oh, they. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not fucking. Well, I'll just it. say like the way the movie starts is like the mom is like slowly descending into becoming like a witch, and she like tells her daughter to get in bed with her and like starts like sniffing her like and it's like really oh. creepy yeah oh, she, she does she does more than sniffer yeah and that's, right. that's what yeah <laughs> and yeah it's pretty it's, it's, yeah i'm glad you liked it steve though he didn't well know. he doesn't know he didn't like it okay i said i'm in the middle i don't know how to okay. feel about it because on one end it was amazing the main actress is amazing yeah uh it's a good like slow pace and but at the other end, it's like, oh my god, it's disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like some scenes. I don't know, man. Like it just creeped the hell out of me. Isn't that what you so, want, though? Yeah, well, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's a bit like Hereditary for me, where yeah. at first I'm like, I didn't like this movie, but I keep thinking about it, and it just it's just sticking in my head. And it's not a good movie to have in your head. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. But uh, yeah, I, I think people at least check it out because it, there's a lot in this film. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but other than that, it was a. I'm preparing for my trip to Disney, so. Uh, <laughs> so you watch that movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah, right. Uh, getting all the crazy horror apps before I go to see Star Wars Land and all that stuff. So, uh, good times. They just, they just opened that new Star Wars ride, so I'm super psyched about that. It'll be a good time. Did you guys buy anything on Black Friday? No, didn't you hear my spiel last night? Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good rant. I liked it. <laughs> Did you guys? I bought some internet stuff. I bought a couple. I actually bought two things only. Uh, one Screen Factory title and one from uh, Vinegar Syndrome. Which one? Uh, the shit. The fucking uh, minor. The massacre one. The minor one. I forget what it's called now. My Bloody Valentine. That special edition one. 
And then from Vinegar Syndrome, I bought uh, Tammy and the T-Rex, which I am super pumped to watch. Oh, that sounds fun. That stars Denise Richards and uh, Paul Walker when they're super young. Oh, my God. I, I watched a Christmas movie that had Denise Richards, and it, it was horrible, obviously. I bet. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't pick up anything here. Uh, mostly just movies uh, that I saw on sale on Amazon. Damn, Joe, make the drink louder, dude. <laughs> Fucking over there, like, shoveling snow in his freaking driveway. Joe, you're being yeah. loud. Sorry. That shit. It's the 100th episode here, damn it. <laughs> How much ice is he putting in that drink? Like, <laughs> my God. You should be here, like, when he drinks. Like, it's ice. Is ice, it? Ice, does he drink ice, in a bucket? <laughs> like, <laughs> he gets the hotel ice bucket and just puts, like, a drop. <laughs> right. <in there>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, 100 episodes, that's pretty cool. Um, they kind of... About 100 episodes, Todd. It, um, honestly shot up pretty quickly. I didn't really think about it, to be honest with you. It's just, uh, it's definitely had its, had its highs and lows. Uh, the lows are kind of obvious, and the highs are, I mean, I'd never thought I'd be talking to, like, Linnea Quigley and Lloyd Kaufman and all that stuff. That's, like, if you told, like, 15-year-old, 6-year-old me that, you'd be like, shit it. But um, it's cool. Like I haven't been recognized that much, but like the few times I have because of the podcast, I'm like, oh, like what? Like yeah, I'm I'm a wireless celebrity. I'm moved up from Z list. That's awesome. Uh, but uh, I had a lot of times, and honestly, like I don't like show excitement a lot. So like sometimes people think I'm like angry or like just don't care. But it's actually um, it's pretty cool. That's all I can say. I guess. What's Joe thinking? They must keep in his mouth. <laughs> I'm back. Sorry, I was making coffee, iced coffees. Um, I feel. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, I really didn't know if we were ever gonna get to a hundred. Um, you know, on issues we've had in the past and whatnot, and we kind of like, you know, when we first got started there, we really weren't taking it um extremely seriously, where we were only releasing maybe once a. Sometimes it was like we didn't really have a schedule. Like obviously like now we're releasing every Thursday. It's been really good for the past year, but the first two years was a bit of a, a slow crawl, where we were releasing maybe once a month at times. Sometimes we would take a couple months off, so we were kind of all over the map. And um, but yeah, I mean, ever you know, this past year has been great. We've pretty much released an episode just about every week, and uh, yeah, I'm really happy with the direction the podcast has been going and uh yeah i mean it's been been amazing and you know being able to interview some of these celebrities i never thought i'd have the chance to let alone talk to but actually get to interview it's uh been quite uh an awesome experience yeah and it's opened up doors too like i know you oh, yeah. orchestrated the con that's pretty cool even though that you know the it has that issues too hopefully it's right. rescheduled but that i mean the dorkening is a huge that probably the single most excited I've been over any celebrity thing when we got, you know, quote unquote signed. Yeah. Um, that's fun. And there were like quite a bit of lows too, to be honest. Sure. Times when I was discouraged, you know, in the early episodes when it didn't just like simply didn't work, you know, like the flow or whatever. But, um, definitely like, like you said, the last year has been pretty damn good, especially with our two no, new co-hosts, not to yeah. pass back, but I think we're definitely in a different realm. Like if, if I could delete like the first 20 episodes, I would <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's been fun. Yeah, totally. 
You have like a, really? are we part of, is Steve. It, all right. No, go, go, for it. go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go Joe. No, I was like, do you have like a favorite interview? Like, well, I guess everybody, cause you guys have been on some interviews now. Do you have like a favorite interview we've done or anything like that? I Quigley was the best Quigley, in my opinion. Quigley was your favorite. Yeah. yeah. She's my favorite just because she, that was also a phase when we were doing stupid shit with questions. Yeah. And uh, she was like an all-star and like rolled with the punches and wasn't awkward. And I just, you know, she's everyone's crush growing up for obvious reasons. And um, having her on, man, was just awesome. There's been a couple bad interviews, and I'm sure the listeners can find out which ones just by listening. But yeah, we can talk about it during this retrospective. <laughs> uh, well, let's uh, hear what, I mean, Steve, you've been, you were listening since day one. I know Sam has too, but I remember you got caught in the drive-thru or listening to like talk oh, about masturbation God. or something. <laughs> yeah yeah twice like two days in a row where as i'm getting to the window to pick up my coffee you guys said something really fucking nasty <laughs> and the girl at the drive-thru gave me the dirtiest fuck like oh my god it was, it was you sure it wasn't sam's guest episode yeah it, you know it could have <laughs> been uh that that's the first like sam's episode uh johnny ts's episode a little bit too was uh had some raunch um yeah the, some of those early episodes are and so that I shared with you guys offline were are so like cringy that it's almost hard to listen to today. <laughs> um, I, I've been going through uh, since I started on the podcast. I made a point to go through every episode again, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here that's tough to listen to. But it's like anything; it's growing pains, uh, getting kind of your groove on, and uh, yeah. And as far as my favorite guests, I'd say as a listener, it was Linnea Quigley. Uh, again, like, like you said, she's such a legend and someone we grew up watching. So that was, awesome. she seems just so cool to talk to. And as, uh, someone on the podcast, I really dug speaking to the three directors of, uh, ready or not. Yeah. They, they were just really chill and I just loved their movie and they were fun. It felt more like I was just chatting with friends than on an interview and it was one of my early ones. So I was still in my kind of really nervous phase. So that helped a lot. So, yeah, I would I'm still, I'm still in my nervous phase. If that means anything. Uh, I still, yeah, I still get nervous before every interview we do. So. Right at, right at the beginning. like, that's when I'm most nervous. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Like the intro is always the most nervous. <laughs> yeah. That's usually you. So yeah. Which I usually mess up cause I'm nervous. So <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what about you? You have a favorite interview? Um, that would be when you guys interviewed me a long time. No, <laughs> episode fun episode. I don't even. I think episode nine or ten. That was no. I don't. It was definitely one. I eight, 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 I was episode on eight. vacation okay. when I did that episode. Yeah. So yeah, our two co new co hosts too. Um, Sam and Steve both did previous episodes. Sam did one um, episode eight, which was Halloween H two O, and Steve did episode eleven. I think it was, which was Cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then they made a couple Aww. of uh, Steve made a couple other guest spots, I think, too, yeah. along the way. But yeah. sense. Yep. I think Sam was on another one. Were you on yeah, another one? Was. Were you? I don't remember which one. one. Yeah. I might have. I don't. She, she 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 was on Bunny Man Massacre. I listened to it. Not <laughs> oh, <that>. nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bunny Man Massacre. Oh shit! I don't even fucking remember that movie. <laughs> it was time. It wasn't very good, from what I remember. What? Um, it was an Easter episode, yeah. Do you want to get real, real on this retrospective? Sure. Who's your uh, most unproud moment of the show? Most unproud moment? Oh man. Yeah, I got mine. I mean, my episode I was on. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to go into like. Don't no. Don't name names or anything. Yeah, like past. Like we we had a really awkward interview with um, 
Nicole Munoz, I think her name was, who was the lead actress in Pie Wacket. And it just mm. got like really awkward. Um, and I, I was pretty uncomfortable during a lot of the interviews. So that would probably be, that would be mine. Yeah, yeah no fault to her either. It was yeah. yeah. I shenan- remember listening to that one too. And like, I don't know. I just, I started telling Joe, I was like, uh, I know I'm just a listener, but I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but. Yeah, you guys are awesome, and I'm so proud of you guys, and I feel like I always call it your guys' podcast, because I'm just here to have fun, you know? <laughs> I'm just in the background. I'm like Robin to Howard Stern. Okay. <laughs> well, Robin's essential, though. Yeah. Well, now he is. She always um, was. Yeah. Even in the very beginning? Well, in the, if you believe his movie, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good, that's a Trickable horror, well, not trickable horror, but <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, the private parts. Remember when he has a girl? Jenna Jameson's button gets butt naked in that movie. Who? Who's the girl that sits on like a speaker? Oh yeah, that's Jenna Jameson. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, most shameful episode for me though. That Nicole one is actually a really one that. Um, and we we said we want to do this again. I, we were supposed to have a director on for one of the episodes, uh, and we didn't want we. we Really didn't like his film, but we reviewed it and gave it positive reviews because we not hurt the guy's feelings. He ended up ditching us, and that was Pool Party Massacre. Yeah. And we were like, okay, let's not do that again because we don't want you guys wasting your money if you so we say we liked it and so on. So, yeah. which I will give him credit. He actually did send a genuine like apology um, just privately to me. I don't know if I ever told you this, Todd, but he did. Well, say- obviously not. <laughs> He did. No, he's, he sent me one, too. Yeah, so, I mean, I will yeah. give him credit for that. Um, and he seems like a, a nice guy. Yeah, he, he said he was sorry he didn't come on. He thought we were just going to ambush him and talk shit. And yeah. So, I mean, we liked the gore, but we also agreed that it was, like, really, like, chick flicky. Yeah. Hey, but what's wrong with that? <laughs> everything. Do you just guys, kidding. in your short things, do you have any, like, unproud moments? I mean, I feel like we've been hit up where... There hasn't been anything too embarrassing or anything. Unproud? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people think I'm a bitch because I, like, <laughs> bust your balls. Yeah. Because. I don't know. Not you, really. How about a proud? Do you have a proud moment? No. You, no? Nothing yet? <laughs> <laughs> All right. At one time, she went from 10 to 11 trivia points. Yeah. Hell yeah, Todd! <laughs> yeah. Steve, got anything? Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I'm proud. Like anything that, or like my first two or three episodes, I was a little like kind of rough. You know, I didn't know. Like you have to get the timing right, and it's, there was a lot of talking of each other because I wasn't like used to the flow and everything. So it was just like a kind of learning curve that maybe I'm not super proud of, and it's hard to listen to today. Uh, as far as proud, um, I, I, it's it's not. It wasn't on the show, but I got to actually go to a convention representing the con, and I think that was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to meet the people at the Darkening Podcast. I got to meet them, um, and that was just so cool and something that I hope I get to do a lot more uh, starting next year. So, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Steve. Being able to go to these conventions and represent the podcast, and I've got to do it two or three times now, and it's just uh, it's just a really cool feeling, like being able to sit down. You have. You know, for the most part, most people will just kind of walk by and take a gander. But you'll occasionally have someone come up who seems genuinely interested. And, you know, you talk about the podcast and, you know, you gained a few listeners that weekend and whatnot. So 
yeah, it's uh, it's really cool, and hopefully we got more coming up uh, in the next year. And uh, Scarecon for sure. Um, I would love to start doing more not in the New England area. Um, obviously, like with me being from New England and most of the Dorkening people are from the New England area, so most of the, pot, the cons we've done has been in that area. But I'd love to branch off and see some of the listeners that, you know, you don't always see in this area. And, you know, like uh, Stephen Todd, you know, let us know if there's any in the area. Maybe we can all push our money together if we can all make it down there and do, like, you know, a con da- out by you guys or something. Yeah, you want to come to the next Brony Con? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was ugh. Please. Uh, I got to say, though, like Steve, don't be hard on yourself. It's really hard to listen to yourself. Like when I was doing the editing, I was always like, "Oh God!" And um, yeah, it's not a big deal. I don't think anyone cares about stepping over each other and stuff like that. It's just the learning process. Yeah, I mean, we still do it all the time. <laughs> I do because I know if I don't do it, I'm just gonna be like quiet. So that's why I talk over you guys. Right? Yeah. I mean, we started this podcast just because of our love for horror and. It's just, you know, a hobby, something to do. I mean, it's not something we're looking to make money off of or get rich off of or anything like that. And, I mean, we've definitely lost money um, rather than made money. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a passion thing. And, yeah, we appreciate everyone that listens. And, I mean, I, I, you know, our numbers have gotten better and better every year. And that's something I think we should all be very proud of. And um, it's all because of the listeners. So, I mean, we cannot thank the listeners enough for sticking with us through a hundred episodes and especially the ones that stuck us during our um, transition. Obviously we, um, you know, this year we went through a, a big change and whatnot where, you know, of course our former listeners, we were formerly three guys at horror and now we're the horror squad. So uh, we appreciate everyone sticking with us through that. Yep. Couldn't say it better myself. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Are we done with the sappy shit? Well, yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to talk about um, interviews that maybe kind of like that. I am proud of that. Maybe just that did more, that. Well, no, but that uh, you know we talked about our favorite, but I have one like a couple that I thought were really good that maybe didn't get talked about a lot. Um, number one was being uh, our Scheffler interview um, from Last House on the Left. That is. I thought he was one of the best interviews we've ever had um, just because he was super forthcoming, um, super welcoming, and was just an awesome guy that the interview went a lot longer than I expected. And also uh, Lisa Wux from Nightmare 4 um, was another fantastic interview. She was, um, without a doubt, one of my favorites as well. So those are two that kind of stick out at me that um, if listen, if someone asked me to go back and listen to an interview, those were two, those were that stick out in my head. Shout out to Jeremy. Oh, yeah, of course, Jeremy Holm. Yeah, Jeremy Holm was a great interview, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, that's another great memory from 100 episodes is actually getting a celebrity to come out to a convention Mm -hmm. and sit at our table, sign autographs at our table just because we made a connection with him, you know, during the interview. So that was another great moment He was really nice. Yeah. You know what I think is a good one, too? Adam McDonald. Oh, yeah. He was He was was dope. Was he the director of Piwacket, right? If I'm not mistaken. Pie and yeah, Backcountry. Backcountry. And Adam Robotel for Escape Room, right? Adam Robotel was great. Yeah, he was, he was really good. He was a, we, They're all good, man. Yeah, I was going to say, we really haven't had any like bad. Like I said, the Nicole one was awkward. Um, I have a bad one. Okay. I'm not going to say who it is, though. Like, were you involved in the show during it? Yeah. Um, it wasn't 
bad on our part. Oh, <laughs> I know who you're talking about, I think. Are you, th- yeah. are you thinking about Wacky Tabacky? What? <laughs> Never mind. That's um, a straight turn. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I said, there really hasn't been too many bad ones. I mean, every, everyone's been really good to us, and we haven't had too many awkward Yeah, I wouldn't say uh, bad, interviews. just awkward. I mean, I'm yeah. always appreciative of anyone's time. So. Of course, yeah. Yeah, we appreciate everybody that comes on. I mean, getting guests is not easy either. Um, God, there's been so many guests that we were supposed to have on that just never responded again or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we love doing it. So, hope we've got more in the works for you coming soon. Cool. What's next? All right, you guys, uh, now that we went through the retrospective, you guys want to announce uh, – well, I can do it, but yeah. uh, announce a little – Kind of thank you that we're going to give to our listeners. Go for it. Let's do it. All right. So uh, we're thinking of something special to do uh, for this 100th episode and to give back to the just absolutely amazing people that's into this show uh, that have interacted with us uh, and just been, you know, there for us and so cool at conventions, on social media and all that stuff. So we thought we'd hold a little contest. Um, the contest is going to be for a box full of horror stuff. I mean, uh, we're ta- you know, just to give a kind of quick peek into the kind of stuff that you could win, there's an Ed Gale signed pop. There's um, an exclusive, like, Buffy the Vampire Girl. There's a bunch of pins. There's prints. There's all sorts of stuff 11, that we're going to give away. An 11 by 16 Jeremy Holm autograph the Ranger poster. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. Trust me, there's going to be a lot in this giveaway because we really want to show our appreciation to you guys. Yeah. So all you need to do to enter this contest is share this episode, the 100th episode, on social media, so Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And uh, when you share the episode, also tag us at uh, hashtag HorrorSquad100. You get one entry for each of the three uh, social media platforms and we will pull the winner on uh, our year-end best of 2019 episode uh the only rule and i didn't talk to the other guys about this but hopefully they agree is it has to be in the continental united states or one of the 10 canadian provinces uh because shipping is like crazy yeah (laughs) Uh, one i I had to ship to australia once and it (laughs) wouldn't so uh yeah so unfortunately for our fans overseas and everything we really appreciate you and maybe we can find something else that we can do for them like a digital code or something yeah um uh, but yeah for the main stop to be in continental united states or one of the 10 canadian provinces yeah. i know we have one guy from argentina that listens he's me- he's messaged in a couple times so shout out right to and we have a, we have some in the uk i know i have one uh in denmark that started listening when i came on so awesome yeah there's a bunch of us uh, a bunch of them i think around you know, the other place in the world, so which is so cool. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look in. So we our hosting obviously changed. We used to host on SoundCloud, which we don't anymore. But they used to tell you everywhere, all over the world that listened. I don't know if Pinecast does that. I'll have to look into it. But um, yeah. Steve, can you repeat the whole rules for our French listeners, please? Pas <laughs> problème. Excluding Quebec, so screw you guys. <laughs> Which is a thing. I don't know if you guys notice in the U.S., but every contest in North America always excludes like Quebec and Alaska. Uh, Quebec's the province I'm from, so it's like a thing. Which 
it's like a, a running joke for them over there. Bastards. So, but no, we, you, if you're from Quebec, I'll get our shipping to you. <laughs> we'll see. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how about we go to some questions from our awesome listeners? Let's do it. So the first one comes out oh, uh, before I read them. You can ask us those questions on social media at Horror Squad Pod. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us to Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, the first one comes from Mandy. She says, congratulations on 100 episodes. I started listening recently when Steve joined, but I have been listening to the back catalog and I really enjoy the show. A few questions for the squad. Uh, what were your most memorable episodes for each of you? So if we exclude the guests, which ones were your favorite episodes? Oh, man, that's hard. Um, oof. Um, like, going way, way back, I remember we when we did the uh, Get Out episode, we had, like, a really good conversation um, on that episode. Um, so that one sticks out for sure. As far as, like, since the, um, the Horror Squad, the four of us have joined... Um, there was one just a few episodes ago. I'm trying to think. I think you even said it was one of your favorites we've done, Steve. And I was like, yeah, that was a really good one. Um, I don't know. Let me look here. Someone else can go. Um, I would say for me, I like any time that we have more of a discussion when it's just us talking about certain, um, things about a certain film that we're discussing or whatever. I like when we just discuss it, I guess, if that makes sense. No, I get it. I, I think I've said that too. When we get off on that's like my favorite. Like, yeah. I yeah. like the interviews are cool and stuff like that, but I just much rather like hear your guys' thoughts and ask you questions about like different perspectives about mm-hmm. a film. So those are my favorite. Yeah, the, uh, the Doctor Sleep episode was um, a really good one. I really like that one. As far as my least favorite, since we've been doing this together um probably the it chapter two episode um that was more my fault than anything uh, that was because no. i yeah <laughs> i i did a really uh just weird um way of reviewing well i don't movie. think we really planned or we didn't really plan no that. Didn't, we, and i kind of fucked much. it up and yeah so that was, How, yeah. how'd you fuck it up i, I don't remember I didn't it was like just like either. i went through like the whole plot type thing and like we kept stopping in the middle of the plot to like discuss the movie it was just really weird it was unlike how we it was like do discussing it. scene each scene yeah oh i just i personally did too... i personally didn't like it yeah thanks joe <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I, I like our year ender episodes where we do bust ofs those are yeah. being pretty good yeah. i'm looking forward to this one and i'm then i'm looking forward to the best of the decade yeah, that's gonna be fun which we haven't announced yet, so that there you go, folks. We're going to be doing a best of the decade episode coming up soon. Yeah, for me, uh, my favorite one. I really and I, you know, Todd wasn't on that one, so I feel bad picking <laughs> an episode that Todd wasn't on. But I really like the one we did for Stranger Things season three. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. it's the only TV show we did since Actually, I, I was on. Sure. That one. Todd was I wasn't on. Oh, that was on yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I just liked, uh, liked having it. a TV show was a different flow and a different kind of discussion. We went episode by episode, and I really had fun with that one. Yeah. So that's one that stands out to me uh, since I've been on the show. Yeah, we should. Yeah, that's definitely something to do again. Is do a TV show. So. Should do that with the Exorcist because that's I haven't finished it. But it's I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, we just started watching a TV show. Actually, uh, it's an Apple TV exclusive. What's it called, Sam? Servant. 
Yeah. It's M. Night Shyamalan produced. It's We've only watched two episodes so far. Um, but yeah, so far, so good. But yeah, maybe we can do it on The Exorcist. I'd do it on The Exorcist, yeah. I've never watched it, so. Or Supernatural. No, I'm joking. <laughs> After, like, this is a... Yeah. Good. Peace. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Todd, you said you started watching it. Do you like it so far? Yeah, it's really good. Really, uh, really good production design. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's that's cool. It's one of my favorite like horror shows that have come out. Just, just two or one? Uh, two. Uh, one is definitely a lot better than the, than the second, but second's still pretty good. And then it got canceled, unfortunately. Um, okay, so she also asked who was the most memorable guest, but we answered that already. Then she has a question just for Joe and Todd. Oh, uh, what has the addition? Yes, we have She has a question for you and me, Sam, right after. So. Oh, okay. She loves uh, us. So, <laughs> right. uh, have kissed. That's right. Uh, for Joe and Todd, what is what has the addition of Steve and Sam brought to the show for you? Uh, great question. Ooh. Uh, without getting down on Did anybody. On us? Oh my God! Don't bring that. <laughs> that was probably the conversation. <laughs> Is Gay Street Fighter? That's oh my god! That's, so going back to that one. That's a yeah. That's a, that was a good one. <laughs> no, I, I I really like Sam's perspective as obviously a girl. So that brings a different kind of you know look at the movies. Plus, she checks us on bullshit sometimes, which is always good. And for the record, I don't think you're a bitch. I really like it. Appreciate that, Todd. If anyone says that, we'll fight. All right. <laughs> and then uh, as for Steve, I think he brings a special kind of legitimacy to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like professionalism, things like that, and yeah, that's my two pluses. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I I couldn't have said it better myself. I, I agree with both of those those points, and yeah. I mean, I think it. I don't know. Like, I, I like the addition of four of having a fourth too. I think that um, just brings in more different of different opinions and whatnot. So I, I think that's important, and obviously, like yeah, like Todd said, the having a woman on definitely brings a whole different dynamic which i think is good for the show so. whoa 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 you guys give me too much credit <laughs> and having a canadian on i mean huh i mean i mean hello hey hey yeah he's never said that though uh, no he hasn't <laughs> or he's never but said I, that I, I, do, do canadians really say it we, we say a a lot you hear it a lot more if like in person um when i'm just having like casual conversation but we don't say a boot Okay. It's just, I've never heard it, and I've been across Canada, so it's just one of those things. Uh, yeah, uh, and for Steve and Sam, what has it been like joining the show 80 or so episodes into its existence? I'll start with you, Sam. Don't you, don't you trash talk us right now. <sighs> if I can't trash talk, then. Um, <laughs> what's it been like? Yeah, I mean, you're still in your infancy, really. I mean, you're only about 20 episodes in, but... Yeah. I mean... I mean... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I really like it. Some It just... Sometimes, like, I do love horror, but I feel like I don't know as much as, like, Joe and Todd and Steve. But... I don't... I don't fucking know, man. I like it, and I'm here, and I'm just glad that's still happening. All right. 
You guys open my mind more to horror because I'm just like, watch it and then I'm done with it and then that's fucking it. But then I'll think about things more or I'll watch something because someone has recommended it. So, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I probably would have never watched Mosquito in my life had it not been for tonight. So, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And for me, uh, it, it's tough to join an established show. Because just, it's like there's a fear, right? It's like, okay, well, right. is the audience going to accept me? Is it going to, like, are people going to leave the show because they don't like the new guy? It's the whole thing that went through my head. But my fears got uh, kind of pushed away pretty quickly because I started getting a lot of really nice uh, DMs on social media from people who said, oh, I like your new pick, a lot kind of stuff. So that's been awesome. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's, it's been just fun chatting with you guys. And like Sam said, it's also pushed me to watch a lot more horror. And I feel more connected to the genre, even though I was a huge fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I talked about it on my YouTube channel and all that stuff. Right. But now I watch minimum four horror movies a week uh, just for the show. So it's like really kind of pushed myself to watch new movies. I started a thing where as of the first episode where I started, I started writing down every single horror film and going back to every horror film. Uh, to make sure I watch it at least once or I remember it more clearly because some of them I haven't watched in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, really brought out my love for horror more than maybe ever in my life. So, yeah, it's been awesome. All right. Uh, next question. So thank you, Mandy, for the questions. We This one comes from TJ Suppinger. says, 100 episodes in. Congrats. So much has happened. Can I stop you real quick, Steve? TJ likes Spider-Man 3 as well. Backing up. So oh, suck no. it. No, no, suck no, no, no. Damn, no. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> I'm not reading his damn question then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, TJ, we're going to have some words after this. Uh, Mike, so he says, uh, something's happened, you've all grown. My question for you is, what is something you each wish to see or do in the next 100 episodes? Could be an interview, specific movie you want to review, or a new segment. What are you most excited uh, excited for and looking forward to? Thanks, guys, and keep it up. Great question. I mean, the next 100 episodes, obviously, is I think we're really going to find um, our, you know, rhythm and exactly what we want, like, from the four of us, obviously. Like, we've only been doing this together about 20 episodes, the four of us. So I think within the next 100, we're really going to find our, our voice. I think we're just going to get even better. And, uh, yeah, I would like to introduce some new segments. Um, you know, hopefully, I know Sam has, and Steve have already just brought in, like, you know, ideas and new segments and whatnot that we've tried and stuff like that. And uh, it's been great. And uh, just just us continuing to grow is what I'm most excited for. As far as, like, an interview I'd like to get, I'd like to get, obviously, like, um, you know, some icon. I mean, I we've tried for... Kane Hodder, Tony Todd, stuff like that. I would like to get a big, big one like that. So um, we shall see. Um, yeah, hopefully we do. Just continue to grow and gain more listeners. And yeah, and if you are listening, um, just don't forget. I mean, we've mentioned it before, um, but um, just review us on iTunes and one. That's the best way you can help us as listeners is just leaving us reviews, and it gets us, you know higher up on the charts and whatnot and everything so just doing stuff like that and if you are listening on itunes like right when you press play for an episode you can just literally put the review right then and there like you don't 
it makes it super easy. Like I always do that on the podcast I listen to. Oh, awesome. It takes like five seconds. Give us those five fucking stars and say, <laughs> we love you. There you go. Although the last review we got is the funniest review we've ever got. So. Oh, God, what was it? <laughs> it was uh, back, it called in, us, yeah. back in the three guys day, oh. I think. Oh, yeah. okay. I was, think yeah. We, yeah, I remember that one. Um, I think we were called a bunch of perverts or something like that. Which, <laughs> Which is he fair. He wasn't wrong. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, our uh, our format has completely changed since, which yeah. I think, for the better. So. Yeah, I hope. I just hope new listeners listen to our newer stuff because our older stuff is a lot like sophomoric. So, um, but as far as what I want for the next year, I kind of want more listener participation from. I don't get me wrong, our traditional guys that email in keep doing it. But like when I see those numbers, like from Poland and Denmark and like random countries, like man, I would love to hear from these guys. I know we've said it on the air a couple times, like hey, email us. And I know we had the one guy from Buenos Aires. Um, but man, I want to hear from Souls Man or some Japanese dudes. Like I want to know what horror movies they're watching in their countries and stuff like that. So if you're listening from there, um, shit, email us. You know, all right, I didn't think of this, but if you're outside of the U.S. in one of these countries, um, tag me specifically, or you know, say the Horror Squad podcast. Todd got bit by a spider on his ass, <laughs> and I'll send you a DVD or whatever to your country, regardless of where it is. Wow, all right. and it's got to be outside. <laughs> to be discussed but uh just so yeah i really want to hear from them. i really know what they're like growing up watching you know and shit like that so that's what i want as far as interviews i really don't have because i don't want to interview like a bruce campbell because i think that would ruin my image of him you know even though it's kind of tainted already um so those smaller guys are honestly a lot of fun like adam robotel and the dude from prodigy stuff like that so i want to keep doing those Kind of like how Joe was mentioned earlier. I know like Steve, like everyone has different ideas or whatever, but me and Steve, we've been throwing some ideas out too. Um, I would like to get to some kind of segment where it's like more permanent. Like, cause I feel like Todd has his thing, Steve has his thing and Joe has his thing. Like I kind of want to start something where it's my thing. Um, and then I would, as far as listeners, like, I love that they ask us questions, but whenever Steve reads them, I'm like, well, I want to know what you think. Like, what did you think when you were watching this film? So when they ask us questions, I want them to tell us, like, more of how they saw a certain film. Like, I want to hear their thoughts about it. Um, And I don't know, it'd be nice to, like, gain more female listeners. We have a few that message you sometimes. Know, no, uh, I Kayla, know. There's like Kayla a Landy's few of them that are regular, ones, yeah. yeah. Um, She's awesome. Do you know if it's more like, is it more guys that listen to, or is it girls? I honestly don't know. I think, last I had checked, I think it was like, we were like 65, 35, male yeah. to female, so yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay. But I can, I can check again, but yeah. I'm sure you're bringing a lot more female listeners since you've joined yeah definitely i would i would like to add too i think we had one person do it where they sent us in audio of themselves talking oh yeah yep that was cool and i would love for you like email one of us or whatever or just like you know facebook message you can record your voice and just send it to us and we'll play it on the air or edit it in whatever but yeah that'd be fucking cool that's a great idea i would love to do more of that um listener questions maybe i don't know 
Maybe we can set up like I know they're set up like a phone number where you can call in like voicemail. So maybe we could figure out something like that, or like you said, or just they could just do a messenger. Voice, yeah, they could just do a voice memo on their phone and then email that. Email that in. Yeah, do that. Yeah, start doing that. We'd love we'd love some of that, guys. So I'm gonna do it for next show. <laughs> Yourself? Hey, this, yes. this is Sam. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Sam, this is Sam the guy. Exactly. Yeah. You guys think I'm joking? Get like a voice changer app. Do it like Scream style or something. <laughs> um yeah uh, along the same lines like uh i like i said before i'd really like to go out to more conventions yeah uh, with with the squad um there's a few i think that i'm kind of pushing to attend in 2020 which i'm really looking forward to uh as far as interviews go uh, yeah it's kind of the same thing i of course i'd love to interview like bruce campbell or tom savini or some of the horror legends i watched as a kid but I tend to be more like nervous on those. Like I was with D Wallace. Like I really didn't know because she's such a big name in horror that I almost feel more comfortable when it's kind of more, I guess, middle of the pack yeah. uh, celebrities um, like the people from Ready or Not, who I had like a ton of fun with. And even uh, I get his name. I think it's Trent Redekop from uh, Child's Play. Yep. And I mean, he plays a pretty minor role in that film, but he was awesome to talk yeah, to. And I just had a was. ton of fun. Um, so it's more people like that. And as far as segments go, I mean, you know, we kind of see what works, what doesn't, and we chat about it afterwards. I'm sure we'll find some new segments to do and try and some might work, some might not, but it's always exciting to try some new stuff. And I look forward to the future. I think there's a lot of great things that we're going to plan and do for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So next one is from, and we were just talking about her. So that's, uh, Kayleaf from on Instagram. She's a uh, super awesome, always tags our show and that kind of stuff. So she says, congrats on 100 episodes. Here's to 100 more. What 2020 movie are you most looking forward to? Also can't wait for your 2019 end of year list. Thanks for always putting out great shows. Ooh, 20. Ooh, I don't even know what's going on. I know. It's like uh, Halloween. Uh, That's oh, Halloween mm-hmm. kills, right? What a stupid name. Yeah, terrible. You know what? We're not talking about the name right now. <laughs> Halloween. Um, what is I don't even know, honestly. Hold on. I'll pull it up. You guys keep the combo. 2020. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I can tell. My, you got There's two. Okay. Um, I, well, there's two I'm really looking forward to that I know off the top of my head. Uh, number one for me is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I grew up a mega Ghostbusters fan. It's my top five films of all time. So seeing kind of our Ghostbusters 3 in a way uh, really excites me. And also, as bad as I think the werewolf thing will be, uh, the Conjuring series has been one of my favorite ever. Mm-hmm. And Conjuring 3 is coming out this year, so yeah. I'm really, really looking forward to that one as well. Uh, Steve, did you watch? I, I just watched it, tonight, um, but Netflix has uh, the movies that made us, and they have a special on Ghostbusters. Have you seen that yet? I don't know if they uh, have I, it in Canada or not. But. Yeah, no, I haven't checked it out, but I'll definitely will if it's, it's about Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's pretty good. So they're, Have you ever watched The Toys That Made Us? Yeah. So it's the same people that did that, and it's uh, they did four episodes to premiere, Ghostbusters, Home Alone, Dirty Dancing, and Die Hard. Nice. And I, and I watched the Home Alone and Ghostbusters episodes, and they were both very good. You watched the Home Alone one? I did. You were in bed. No. <laughs> I'll watch again. It was good. I'll kill you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, here's some 2020 releases I uh, just uh, came up. Uh, Grudge. Candy. Lame. Candyman. All right, Candyman. Uh, a Quiet Place 2. Lame. 
The Conjuring 3. Cool. Uh, the Invisible Man. Cool. Gretel and Hansel. It's Hansel and Gretel, but okay, cool. Well, okay. Apparently, Hansel. This well, one. Apparently, you're a fake fan. Uh, antlers. Oh, I like yeah. That. Said it for antlers, are you? Yep. All right. That one looks good. That one looks good. Ooh, uh, what about the one I thought came out in November? Like the Lodge or something? Oh yeah, with uh, the kid from uh, it. it. The turning. Which kid? Which kid? There's like seven of them. Richie, or wait, yeah, Richie. The guy from Stranger Things. Or no, shit, what's his fucking name? Bill. Bill! Oh. I love you so Um. Oh, Saw. There's a new Saw coming out this year. Oh, oh. yeah, with uh, Chris Rock, right? Yep, the Chris Rock Saw movie. And I think that's about... Oh, and the last Purge movie. Um, Army of the Dead. I'm excited for that one. What's that one about? Zack Snyder's new movie on Netflix. Okay. And... World Wars E2. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh... We'll see. There's a whole bunch coming out, so we'll the see. perch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I would say out of all of those, Candyman would probably be my most anticipated for next year. But there's always the indie ones that come up that you don't even hear about, and those end up being the best ones. Terrifier comes out next year. Eh. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch. We'll watch it. All right. Um, so thank you for the question. Moving on, we have uh, Rise Horror Corner. Uh, someone asked us a lot of questions often, so thank you for that. Thanks. What is your favorite sequel? Mine would be Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. Jeez, that's a tough question. That is tough, <laughs> shit. Um, first one that pops into my head would be uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. That's like probably my favorite. That's my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street. I like it better than part one, so... Say that one. Aliens, man. Mm, that's a Aliens, good one. my favorite one. Yep. yep. Bet, do you like it better than Alien? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'd say Dawn of the Dead, of course, but I don't treat that as like a true sequel. Sure. So, like the same realm, definitely Aliens, even though it's more action oriented. Blair Witch Two. Oh, I'll go boy. with Conjuring Two. <laughs> oh, what did nice. you say? Conjuring Two. Okay. Yeah, I'm right there with Sam. Conjuring 2 is uh, my favorite direct sequel, but Dawn of the Dead is my favorite technical sequel. Surprised you didn't say Chucky 2, Joe. Child's Play 2 is a great one. Yeah. I do enjoy that one as well. Hey, speaking of sequels, real quick. I did watch uh, 47 Meters Uncaged. Oh, how was, was it? Worth it? I liked the first one better, but Joe said that doesn't say much because no. he, he hated the first one. Uh, as did I. Yeah, then I don't think you would like this thing. I'll still watch it eventually. Although it doesn't have Mandy Moore in it, so that's a plus. No, it's not, Todd. <laughs> yes, it is. I think that's why I don't like it. <laughs> well, and then I was going to, after that, I was going to watch the one with Blake Ivy, but I couldn't remember what that one was called. So I was like, in. Uh, oh, the Shallows? Yeah, oh, I know that, that people hated sucked. it, but. A lot of people uh, liked it. Oh, I don't really? think it sucked. I didn't like it at all. Did we see that? Shark. I don't think we did. No. Nah. We reviewed the Meg. We did. The Meg. We need to review more shark movies. Well, there really hasn't been too many shark movies lately, besides like sci-fi ones. Yeah, there hasn't. Next Shark Week, we should do a like a shark episode where we review yeah. like two two sharks, kind of like we did uh, for Halloween and stuff. Sounds good. All right. Um, 
moving on. This is from Brian. Hey, Joe. As a fan hey. of the Blair Witch movies, I was wondering if you read the series of paperbacks that came out following the first film. Also, congrats on 100. Well, thank you. Um, I have read, um, I don't know if, you refer, if he's referring to, like, the dossiers, but I've read, I read a couple of those. Um, there was one for the Blair Witch and one for the Blair Witch 2, which were both actually really good. They went, like, real behind the scenes. Um, def- if you're a Blair Witch fan, I, I definitely recommend reading them. Um, I also read, um, there was a book just on Rustin Parr. Uh, which I have it. I can't remember the name of it, but I, I think it's called just like the disappearance of Rustin Parr or something, um, which was also really good as well. But um, I definitely recommend the dossier uh, the most just cause uh, they have like a bunch of, um, I mean, they set it up like it was real, which is really cool. And they have um, crime scene footage and like stuff like that. And it's like, it follows this detective who's, the head of the case who's trying to figure out what happened. And there's like interviews with Heather's um, boyfriend and like his brother and stuff. So there's a lot of really cool stuff in there. And you find out like stuff that you really didn't know that like Heather and Josh dated at one point and stuff. So yeah, if you're a fan of the Blair Witch Mythos, I, I definitely recommend picking up both of those uh, dossiers. Cool. Um, all right. So thank you, Brian, for the question. Moving on to Julian. He says, I like the opening shots with the music of Marilyn Manson for Blair Witch 2. I think Jennifer's Body is an excellent movie that gets overlooked. What do you guys think? Well, you'll find out soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> excellent. Shout and out to Julian. Wait, he's yeah. a cool guy. Been he is cool. Listen cool. a long time, and he's really cool to talk to online as well. He hooked me up big time, me and Sam up big time. We got to have uh, lunch with him, and he's good friends with Eduardo Sanchez, the director of The Blair Witch, and he was kind enough to invite us to lunch when we got to sit down and chat Blair Witch with Eduardo um, at Texas Frightmare a few years back. It was awesome. And Supernatural a little bit, too. Yeah. He directed a few Supernatural episodes. Yep. Very cool. Uh, final question comes from Christy. She says, I love The Changeling, the only movie that gives me the heebie-jeebies. What movie does that for you? Who gives you the heebie-jeebies? Um... Movies from my childhood, for sure, that, like, I watched as a young kid. Um, Poltergeist, definitely, like, the Poltergeist franchise. Like, yeah. Um, and also, uh, Pets, the original Pet Cemetery, like, still creeps me out a little bit. So, yeah. I mean, I think I've said both of That's, like, always my go-to, Pet Cemetery and Poltergeist 2, just because they gave me, like, such bad nightmares as a kid, so. Um, for me, I would say... Like in my adult life, uh, I know I've mentioned this before, would be Strangers. And then remind me of that one movie that you showed me where the girl gets kidnapped and the guy's like crawling, like very creepy. Oh, um, that's uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes. Yeah, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that one. That's one that's like never got released and then it finally got a release just like last year or whatever. Yeah, I have a bootleg DVD of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, honestly hard for me to get through that one. Yeah. Not because, not because it's bad, it's just a little disturbing. Yeah. Uh, heebie-jeebies. Uh, I mean, Jaws still does it for me, so let's go Jaws. What about Megan is Missing? Remember that one we watched? That one's fucking disturbing. Where, like, the girl meets the guy on the internet and, like, kidnaps her, puts her best friend in, like, the barrel. Oh, I thought Remember that, that was part of... The, no, different oh, movie. Different. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one's I pretty disturbing, that one, yeah. too. 
And for me, as far as heebie-jeebies go, I would say arachnophobia. Uh-huh. Uh, I watched it as a kid, and still to this day, I can't leave like popcorn out without looking at it. Because <laughs> if it's been out longer than like 10 minutes, and I didn't look at it, I can't eat it anymore. Because maybe a spider got in it. I always check the toilet, make sure there's no spider under it. Uh, and I, I live in a place too. that doesn't really have like dangerous spiders. So it's just really, you know, if I will go to a place like Texas, forget it. I'm checking for spiders like 80 at a time on there, you know, <laughs> just to make sure I'm not getting attacked by them. So I saw, yeah, a, you should, yeah. I saw a picture online the other day that was like, always check your headphones, and it had like a spider like crawling out of the ear of the oh. headphone. Ooh, I'm going to take, take mine off right now. Like, <laughs> I, you should look in the side of toilet paper rolls, too. I saw, well, I didn't oh. personally see it, but Black Widow was in there one time. Yeah, they can be anywhere. It's that's what's so unsettling about them. It's just you're never safe from a spider. Uh, so that's all the questions we have. So thank you everybody for the questions. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Is it trivia time? I think yeah. so. Oh. I'm unprepared for. I don't have. <laughs> we better hurry up. We have four weeks to you, and it's nine ten. Or is it? Maybe it's eight thirty in the morning. Who knows when you're listening to this? Yeah. So, Adam, go. Who's going? It's kind of down on the wire here. We only got well, we can't play when Steve's gone. Yeah, no. we can't. So this could be this one and twenty nineteen year ender. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, all right. So currently, trivia scores are. You just leave me off of there. Whoa. All right. Well, in first place, we have Todd. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. With 31 points. In second place, yeah, boy, Joe, with 29 points. In third place is Steve, right on our tails, with 26 points. Yeah, there, boy. <laughs> and in last place is Sam. Yeah, cool. Not trailing too far behind, <laughs> though, with 16 points. All right. 16, am I right, guys? That's right. <laughs> I think... Sam might be the wild card in this. Could be. She can go on a rampage. <laughs> I think I let off. You want to lead off this time, Sam? Oh, let me see. I wasn't quite prepared for that, but oh. all right, guys. Ready? Yes. Yes. In Jennifer's body. Oh, no. I said, oh, no, too, because I have a question, too, from it. <laughs> what fitness guru makes a Fitness guru. Suzanne Summers. Oh. Oh, uh, what's that down oh, wait, guy's name? No, the guy with the know. ponytail? Uh, <laughs> um, it's Tony Little. You already guessed, Joe. I did. Yeah, you already guessed. <laughs> Shit. All right, I won't give myself the point. Tony, Tony but, Little. But, yeah, my mom actually had a gazelle. So. <laughs> 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 so I used it a few times. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Steve. All right. Uh, so I also have a question from Jennifer's body. So do I. Uh, yeah, because I, I all my my three questions are one from each of your movies to give oh, you all boy. a chance for a point. But I went a little harder with this one. So, in Jennifer's body, according to Jennifer, what does fucking smell like? Fish. Yeah, that's right, uh, Sam. Uh, Sam. Nice. Thai food. Smells like Thai food. All right. Did you guys fuck? <laughs> I said fish for the record. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go next. 
Um, all right. This also Jennifer's body related. Ooh. What is the name of the town? Devil's Kettle. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, Sam got, got it first. first. I, can, oh. I, I didn't say anything, and I heard them both at the same time. Oh, all right. I'm gonna point to each. I'm gonna, uh, point each, okay. Point each. Works for me. Yep. <laughs> okay. What huge, and I mean huge, A-list actor made one of his first starts in the 1989 horror movie Cutting Class? He's a huge horror actor? A huge A-list actor. Oh, A-list. So what huge A-list actor made one of the starts in the 1989 horror movie Cutting Class? Brad Pitt. Oh, nailed it. Sam. See, she is doing that comeback. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Oh, it's me already? Yep. All righty. Okay. Um, well, I don't know which one I should go with. Um, do you want Steve to go? Sure. All right. Uh, so this one is, uh, Joe, the director of Book of Shadows, only directed one other feature film. What is it? Actually, a movie we've reviewed on this show. Extremely That's wicked, correct. shockingly evil, and vile. That's correct. Yep. I had no idea of that. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sam, you ready or do you want me to go? No. Okay, I will go then. All right. What is the name of Jeff's tour in Book of Shadows? Play with you. Uh. Oh, fuck. Uh. The Blair Witch, Witch Watch. Incorrect. The Blair Witch <laughs> Trials. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Bur- Bur- Burkittsville Massacre Tour. Incorrect. It is the Blair Witch Hunt. Oh. oh. Darn it. Damn right, ready? <laughs> Fine. Well, because I don't know what you guys are, what your question is, and I don't want to give these away. Okay, um, I'm just going to go. All right. Okay. In Jennifer's body. Yes. The band. Low shoulder. Mentioned. Oh. By low shoulder is what? Oh, they mentioned. Uh, oh, Maroon Five. Uh, Good job. Yeah. Darn. Damn it. <laughs> All right. I gotta be quick with this one. Sleepaway camp. It turns out that Angela has a dick. Penis. Nice. <laughs> Steve got it. I also would have accepted cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> the balls are hidden by the by the tube, so. <laughs> nice. I don't even know who's up. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, whoever. All right. In Mosquito, mm. what type of food does the couple having sex in a tent roll over? Oh. Wait, what was the question? When the couple uh, that's having sex, they roll over food. Yeah, what, what food? type of food? Oh, shit. Hot Chips. Dogs. Yeah, that's right, it's hot dogs. My oh, God. Damn. 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 <laughs> All right. All right, my question also mosquito-related. What do they use to escape the house in mosquito? 
Uh, gas. I mean, sorry. The, not weapon. You met the the dumb waiter thing that goes up and down. Yes, correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Finally. Thought on the board. <laughs> is that what it's called, dumb waiter? It is. Yeah, it is. Finally. Do you want to go, Sam, or do you, would you like me to go? Yeah, I'll go. Okay. In Jennifer's body. Oh, God. Um, name the single by Low Shoulder. Oh, I can't no, I have no idea. I want to see your shoulders. <laughs> no, that would be <laughs> through the trees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Piranha Part 2, the original one, Piranha Part 2, okay. was, direct, was directed by what now Abe's director? Oh, my God. Steven Spielberg. It's incorrect, but it's that level of director. Oh. Michael Bay. Oh. Negative. Uh, I'll, I'll give it Martin Scorsese, yeah. No, James Cameron. Yeah. Oh. oh, really? Oh, we were all so close. Wow. Damn. Yeah. I have a bonus. I have Ooh. a bonus, too. Ooh, all right. My, it is episode 100, so we'll do something a little special. All right, my bonus is also from Jennifer's Body. Okay. Wait, I'm scared. What? Famous superhero actor makes a brief cameo. Superhero actor? Uh, Chris, oh, uh, Chris it's Pratt. A, oh, Chris yeah, Pratt. Sam yeah. said it. <laughs> I said Chris. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. Bastards. <laughs> but, but also J. Jonah Jameson. So. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Didn't Chris Pratt say he put it in her butt? She says that. Yeah. He's she a cop or something. I'm not even a backdoor virgin. Yeah. <laughs> Was that yours, Sam, too? I saw you looked at me weird. No. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought the answer was going to be Lance. Oh. <laughs> Superhero, obviously. Oh. What's okay. your bonus? My bonus? It's a real tricky bonus, guys. All right. Okay. I'll just, I'll kind of set you up. So thinking of Megan Fox, thinking of how people turned her into a sex symbol, how did they want Megan to promote Jennifer's body? In a uh, to do a live, porn, uh, a live sex show or a <laughs> live uh, nude show. Like really? I'll, I'll I give it to you, Steve. Oh. They wanted her to do live chat on porn sites. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. Wow. Wow, that's bizarre. Yep. It's weird. Interesting. Right. Yeah, I remember that being a thing where the director was, like, furious about yeah. that. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, bonus one out there. All right. Jennifer's body related going with this theme I've been doing for a couple questions here. What two giant franchises did she star in? Transformers. Uh, Transformers. And oh, who's going to get the girls? And, oh, Steve no, got it. And what is he? Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, Steve gets the point. Whatever happened to Megan Fox? She got married and had a kid, I think. Yeah, just stopped. Yeah, she's got like three or four kids. Oh, that's it, really? Damn. Yeah. No. So I asked one she if... She uh, because of Hollywood sexualizing her. Is that true? She's... That's true. Yeah, that's why she stopped. Yep. Okay. All right, so I'll ask one last one since all of you asked. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I'm actually surprised no one asked this one, so you bet because I'm sure you all know this one. God damn it. What horror franchise is she wearing as a t-shirt when she makes out with... Evil Dead. That's right. 
Fuck, man. Me and Joe sucking tonight. <laughs> I was like, there wasn't one changeling question in there. No. Oh, well. All right. Well, okay. So after uh, tonight, Sam with a huge comeback tonight. Six points, ladies and gentlemen. All right. For Sam tonight uh, to up her total to 22 points. Steve gets four points tonight to up his total to 30 points. Uh. Uh, Joe gets two points to up his total to 31. And Todd with one point tonight to go to 32. So we have a tight race here, folks. Um, Ooh, yeah. yeah, 32, 31, 30, and 22. So Sam with a I'm big comeback tonight. Yeah, yeah, that was a big comeback. You were 16 yeah, points down. Now you're only eight down or whatever. Fine, I guess. Uh, so, or 10 down. But that's a big comeback. So anyone's game still that's pretty close. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get into uh, these reviews, um, let's hear a little word from our sponsor, Deadly Grilling Coffee. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> and it's not working. Dead. But oh, I was going <laughs> to yeah. one for you. No, I couldn't get it, but... Yeah. Drink some Deadly Grounds coffee, folks. Check them out. Check them out. GetDeadly.com. Get your caffeine thick. Yes. They got darks. They got mediums. They got lights. <laughs> they do. They got Joe, one called Joe's or something like that. They have a ton of uh, flavored coffees. Um, I think they have a couple Christmas flavors they just I released, too. So, yep. I'm on my fourth cup of coffee today. There you go. Are you a coffee drinker regularly, or is it like a day thing? Yeah, me Unfortunately. too. Unfortunately. I've tried doing tea. I do like tea. Yeah. But I, I just can't find like one that I really like. I feel like I'm maybe not getting it. Or maybe I just don't like tea. But it's always just like whatever to me. So, I don't know. You should try ginger tea and put cinnamon and honey in it. It's a possibility. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. I, yeah. I, drink, I don't drink it every day, but three or four times a week. What do you drink at work when it's two in the morning? Um, I, sometimes I just won't drink coffee. I don't know. Caffeine doesn't affect me as much, um, and I sleep during the a lot during the day. So I think I sleep, I sleep a lot at work. So. <laughs> <laughs> Watching movies and shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we kind of did something a little bit different for a hundred episode here. Uh, we picked one movie each that kind of maybe not necessarily our favorite movie. I know mine's not even close to my top twenty or anything. Like that. But something that, you know, appeals to us and means something to us for whatever reason. So, who would like to lead off? I'll do it. Okay, go for it. So, the movie I picked is The Changeling, uh, film 1980. The reason I picked it, uh, number one, it's a Canadian film. So, I thought I'd pick something uh, from my country. And it's a movie that scared the... Daylights out of me when I was a kid because ghost films is when done right, which unfortunately is not often, but when done right, it's my favorite uh, genre of horror film. Uh, and this one is one that I go to as the type of ghost film that I like to see. It stars Georgie Scott. Uh, he loses his wife and kids in a tragic accident on Thanksgiving Day. Um, and then we catch up with him a few months later. And he moves away to a new city. He's also a musical composer. 
So he wants to kind of start teaching again to get his mind And while he goes to Seattle to teach again, uh, he's looking for a house to live in. And somebody recommends him a historic house that he could kind of look over that has this awesome music room. So he accepts and then starts uh, seeing that there's some hauntings in the house and he's trying to figure out why. And it turns kind of from a haunted film to a investigation film. So it kind of has a mix of a ghost film slash uh, murder mystery film. And I think it's a great film. I absolutely adore it. It's well acted. Uh, the pace is a little slow, but I like like the, the beats come at a good enough pace where it stays interesting. And I want to know more about what's happening with the kind of the investigation. And I like the way that they handle the ghosts. They make it kind of in a real way, you know, quote unquote, just the way it slowly progresses. And uh, yeah, it's a great film. What do you think? Um, I'll go next. Um, so I don't know if I had ever seen this, honestly. I, I may have a long time ago because there were some scenes that looked semi-familiar to me, but it was much watch um, going into this one. Um, to me, I thought it was an okay movie, but um, just the pacing to me was just, it took a long time to get going. Like an hour in, um, I was kind of like, I was just like, when is this movie going to get where it's going? Um, and they did actually did start picking up. I think the last third of the movie is definitely the best part of it and uh, the strongest part of the whole movie. Uh, that's when it kind of turned to being, to me, a boring movie to a pretty decent movie. Uh, but, yeah, just uh, just the pacing was just off to me. Uh, I don't think it's a bad movie or anything like that, but it just never grabbed me the way um, I wanted it to. But, I mean, I do love George C.'s actor, and um, there is well acting in the movie, good acting in the movie and everything. So, um, But, yeah, it just didn't uh, grab me as, as much as I had hoped it would. I'll go next. Um, I had never seen it, and it kind of, at first I thought that um, it was Todd's pick, but then Joe had said it was vice versa. Um, and when I was watching it, I was kind of getting a few, like, conjuring vibes, and I was like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Not that it's a pretty, but ghost film. I was like, well, that kind of does make sense of why, like, Steve would pick it. It just made me think of that, because I know you like the conjuring and all of that stuff. Um, I thought it was kind of slow. Um, I'm with Joe, where, like, the end picked up a little bit more, and that was, like, the best part. Um, (laughs) um... We did fast forward a little bit because I was like, why is this taking so long? Uh, um, and I, I had never, I don't, I heard about it, but I even asked Joe, I said, is this like a well-known film? Like, do people talk about this a lot? And I've just missed out on it. Like, what do you, do you guys know? Like, is it well-known in the horror community? I think it's like less than Amityville. Okay. But like, you know, more than the bottom stuff, I I think. Okay, because I've always heard about the title, but I had just never seen it. I mean, I didn't hate it. Okay. <laughs> that, that should be on the poster. I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe was looking at me, so I was like, uh, I didn't hate it. <laughs> so, George C. Scott is a beast. He's like such a great actor. Uh, from The Exorcist 3, which, fun fact, is my favorite Exorcist film. 
Uh, Rescues Down Under. He did a voice for that, which is an awesome Disney movie. He also played Scrooge in A Christmas Carol. He was a great. He's a he's a good grump. What? He's a good grump. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, and then what else did? You, oh, Patton, which is a classic war film. But I I mirror what you guys said. It was a little bit too slow for my taste, and the political kind of intrigue thing didn't really grab me. Um, it, I got really thick. Amityville Horror Vibes, as well as a little bit of Stir of Echoes, even though it was clearly years before Stir of Echoes, but about, you know, a, a ghost trying to, you know, get someone to solve this case for her. Um, the kid voice honestly made me giggle a little bit, um, but I mean, it's 19, what, 72, I think? Um, so, like, when the he kept hearing the ghost apparition, I was like, oh, man, they could have done a little bit better than that, but um, picks up towards the end. I really... Like when the wheelchair is chasing the girl around, I thought it was funny, but all effective. And I couldn't help but think how the audience saw that back in the day. Um, but overall, I don't think something I would revisit. But, you know, if you haven't seen it, you definitely need to watch it just for the seven and for a good George C. Scott role, which, like I said, he's he's excellent. Yeah, I thought the, you know, obviously the beginning is really disturbing with the the yeah. daughter and the mom dying. I thought there was going to be kind of more involved with that, but it was kind of a plot device. I thought that the ghost was going to trick him into thinking it was his daughter, and then right. like, but it was. Well, we can give away the plot. The movie's forty years old. Um, <laughs> turns out the guy, you know, he gets that house, and the ghost is actually the ghost of a dead kid that was murdered by his dad for being deformed, and that they got a kid from like an orphanage to replace him and that kid is now a senator and basically George C. Scott's gonna solve the murder and, and the reason they replace him is because he would lose a huge amount of money if he didn't if the kid had died the money would have gone to charity if he died so he kind of replaced his son with someone more healthy so that his, his kid live on hmm. hence yeah. the title he's the changeling what a bitch that guy I missed that yeah yeah, because you fast forward. Fast forward I was like, well, no, I caught it, but she was on her phone a lot of the time. You know the what? <laughs> Sam checked out. On I this didn't one. hate it. <laughs> we want to rate this bad boy, or are we going to not do that this time? No, we, yeah, we could. Yeah, let's rate it. I know if Steve wanted to, it's Steve's movie, so I didn't know if he wanted to talk a little more on it or if he had yeah, I, I just want to say the one scene that really kind of like chilled me to my as a kid. You know, when I'm an adult, it's not as scary anymore. Is when uh, the girl to like kind of helping out uh, George C. Scott throughout the film. Uh, she's, like, in the hall, and then she looks up at the staircase, and then she, like, her eyes yes. like, go super yeah. grow, and she backs up on the wall, and she's just, like, stylized, and the wheelchair's at the top of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Like, her, her reaction felt really genuine to me. Like, if someone saw a real ghost at the top of the stairs, I feel that's what their reaction would be. Like, you're just frozen, scared, and I that just... Uh, I think of what I would be like if I saw, like, a you know, ghost or a wheelchair on the top of the stairs in a building like that, I would be petrified. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the one, uh, one problem I did have with the movie as well was, um, I feel like every time like a good scene happened, it would like jump cut, like to something else, like rather than sticking on it, you know what I mean? And, uh, I don't know. I found it a little frustrating. Cause like, I was like, Oh, just when it was starting to get good, like it cuts to another scene, um, which bumped me out a little bit. Um, but yeah, like a, not a bad movie. All right, so since it was mine, I'll rate it first. Uh, now, nostalgia plays a big factor into it for me. 
because I've been watching it since I'm a kid and everything. Mm-hmm. And personally, I really like it. So I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I really, really love this movie. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. Um, yeah, like, the nostalgia doesn't play really into me, which I can totally understand, you know. Obviously, like, there are a lot of movies in my youth that I would rate a lot higher. But uh, this kind of being a fresh watch to me, it didn't grab me the way I wanted it to, unfortunately. Um, like I said, not a bad movie, though. Well acted. So I, I, I would give it a 6 out of 10. Um, yeah, I would say it's well acted also. Um, I really did have the patience for it when it started, and I was like, I'm going to like it. Um, but it was just a little too, too slow for me. So I think I would give it a 5.8. I forgot to mention the first time watch for me. Um, and I give it a solid 6 out of 10. All righty. Is Who that, wants to go? Is that, is that approved? I would say so, right? Yeah. Yeah. About, yeah. yeah. Close I mean, enough. I, yeah. I mean, the like, nine really wakes it up. I'd say sure. Yeah. Remember, listeners, what we said. We want to hear your opinions, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, I'll go next. Uh, Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Obviously, I picked this one because of my love for the Blair Witch. Um, and also um, because you don't hear a lot of people talk about this forgotten sequel i would say um it was kind of regarded as a um basically a flop most people hated it uh, but basically the plot synopsis of a book of shadows blair witch 2 is about um basically the blair witch project actually happened in this movie and i mean i'm sorry the blair witch project was just a movie and um you know it just kind of follows people like fans who just kind of want a glimpse of the woods and whatnot. So this guy has his tour and uh, he takes um, the tourists on a tour of the Blair Witch uh, sites. He takes them into the woods and they camp out at the Rustin Par ruins, of course, where, um, you know, the climax of the original Blair Witch took place and where they did find um, Heather. You find out they find Heather's tapes. Um, So they camp out, they party, they drink, they get high um, and they wake up the next morning, and all of the camera footage, all of the cameras and stuff they brought, and equipment they brought is destroyed. Um, all of the paperwork and stuff um, they brought is destroyed, and they basically all blacked out. Um, no one remembers anything. Um, there's five main characters. You have the tour guide. You have um, a wo- uh, the girl who's a witch. She's a practicing witch. You have uh, the goth girl, and then you have um, the boyfriend and girlfriend who are doing um, research on the Blair Witch mythos. Um, So basically, they find um, their tapes um, after their blackout, and they go back to um, Jeff, who is the tour guide's house, to um, rehash what happened that night. And they start watching the tapes, and um, they start, little by little, finding little clues to what happened during their blackouts and uh yeah i'll leave it at that for now uh yeah i mean personally i i call this movie a guilty pleasure i really enjoyed this movie i don't know what it is about it i think maybe because i'm such a fan of the original that i really appreciated that they did something different with this one um i'll get more into it later kind of about the director how the director feels about this movie and kind of the pressure from the studio to change the movie a little bit which um, I think this movie probably could have been even better than it was. But, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was 
fresh take that they didn't rehash the same movie, which is what a lot of sequels do tend to do. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I'm interested to hear what you guys think of it. I'll go. Um, so I do remember seeing this movie when I was younger. Um, I couldn't remember what all happened in it. And I'm just going to preface this by saying that I was stuck eating a Hot Pocket for dinner. <laughs> so that made me grumpy because I wanted something else for dinner. So I was already in a bad mood and I just didn't have patience for this movie. I thought it was kind of, um, like how Joe talks about how the studio wanted it one way. I could tell just by the way it started. It was kind of like one of your just average teeny 90s horror movie that you was in the theater. Um, but then towards the end, as everything is kind of unfolding, I got back into it. And I don't know if I appreciate that they did it differently than the first one, because I kind of, I didn't know that. I didn't hate it. <laughs> that's, that's all I really have to say about it. So to touch on that beginning, you can, it was kind of odd the way they kind of threw com- uh, comedy in to the, you know, so in, you know, the townspeople interviews, I thought that was a little bit off and it kind of shows how low budget it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I saw this on VHS when I was younger and then I watched it for the second time, you know, yesterday and I actually kind of like it. Um, it's pretty badly acted, and that probably has to do with the script not being that good. And there's some questionable things that happen, like, okay, how are their documents raining down? Is there a cloud? God, <laughs> I, I didn't get that. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Just look up. And then, why would a doctor be giving a guy a procedure with a fucking cigarette hanging out of his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, like, their concern for not remembering what's happening is stupid because they're all getting high, they're all getting drunk, and they're partying the whole time. You wouldn't be be scared. You'd be like, oh, that was fucking fun. So I I just didn't buy that part. Well, because their camera and the equipment's destroyed. Yeah, but there were other people trying to. So wouldn't you want to be like, wouldn't you want to go back and be like after a blackout and you had the footage be like, oh shit, what the fuck happened? No, that's what I said. I go, why are they spending a fucking day on watching this footage? Like, and he's like, Joe's like, you wouldn't have done that? I was like, no, I would have gone home and, like, went to work. Like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, shit, it's not my project. I would have been interested, like, if I had the tapes there and, like, you wake up and, like, all this crazy, your fucking, like, cameras are destroyed. And you, don't you, wouldn't but you want to be like, what the hell happened? the other campers? I would, I would have assumed it was them because they were talking shit. Yeah. Exactly. Like, if you had I, the, I still would have watched. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would have. I could, just because I'm like, I'm going to get these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed the girls. They're all good looking. Um, especially the goth one. I got a thing for her now. Didn't you meet her? I did. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, looks good. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, overall it's a goofy movie. Don't get me wrong. It's not a well-made one, Mm -hmm. but I enjoy it. Steve. Um, for me, so it's like, same thing as you, Todd. It's my second watch. I watched it like when it came out on VHS, how many, you know, whatever years ago. And second time, I think yesterday or the day before, had you asked me like a week ago when I thought about this movie, I'd have been like, God, that movie is just trash, just not good. But because back then I had an expectation as being a Blair Witch sequel that it would go a certain way and they really didn't go that way. And I think that threw me off. So watching it again was good. Um, I still didn't love it, but it was definitely more entertaining than I remember. There are definitely some issues with it. First of all, I think it was not only badly acted, but also badly edited. 
and as someone who studied film, that really bothers me. Like, they would cut into the weird scenes out of nowhere sometimes yeah. without any context, and you're like, uh, like, I didn't remember the film, so I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Uh, this better lead to somewhere at the, at the end, and there's some scenes that just didn't make sense, like like Todd was saying, the guy, like the doctor guy who's smoking a cigarette, put a, putting down, like, soup in the guy's nose or whatever. Can, and, I, can I just say that looked like semen? Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> like, I don't know what yeah. that was or supposed to gross. be, but it's, yeah, super odd. Uh, I also thought, found the characters a little, like, uninspired. Uh, the whole, like, a Wiccan, and then you have the goth girl. And this is, like, kind of right. typical characters cliche, for a movie yeah. like this. Yeah, very cliche. Uh, but overall, it was still fun parts, you know, some good moments I enjoyed. And uh, it's, like, a, not something I'd pop in tomorrow for sure, but maybe one day I would revisit again. It was an okay film. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it's not as trash as I thought it was going to after picking it. Um, so the big controversy around this movie is that um, the director made the movie and then the studio watched it and they changed a lot of the movie because there was basically the studio put a lot of pressure on the director and you know, the follow up to Blair Witch. So there was a lot of reshots and um, I guess there is a director's cut supposedly out there somewhere. I've never seen it. Uh, but uh, basically, he wanted the movie to be a lot more ambiguous than it was. Um, also, the music changes. Um, the movie was supposed to open with Frank Sinatra's Witchcraft when you're going over the trees. And instead, you get Marilyn Manson's Disposable Teens. Um, uh, up to you whether you think that's a good was a good decision or not. But, uh, I mean, I would, you know, I, I still enjoyed what they did. But I think there is definitely a better movie out there, um, especially after seeing extremely wicked i think he is a good director so what so what do they change because it's not like they didn't want to explain what happened at the end or there was there was a whole bunch of changes you can read a bunch Mm. into it um there's like a whole bunch of articles on it and whatnot the director's done a few interviews regarding it and what um but i don't know i mean what you got what were you guys thoughts on the ending what what do you think happened do you think it like really happened like do you think they really went out and killed people or do you think the Blair Witch was just messing and switching the footage whatnot what do, what do you guys think I think the Blair Witch got him you think the Blair Witch got like got them and made them do the stuff or do you think she just was fucking with them changing around like the footage and stuff and kind of framing them no I think the Blair Witch is making him do shit because it I don't do the capability I'm probably reading too much into it but she wouldn't have the capability to alter film you know yeah. yeah, I agree with Todd. I think uh, the Blair Witch was making them do those things, and yeah, so they actually did do those things. I I, I got to say though, it's for the lack of a better term, it's kind of a brave movie to be honest. Like, yeah, going the route they did after a huge success of the original, and not like you said rehashing it, mm-hmm. going a completely different route, like severely dropping down in quality. That's actually a pretty big step for him, or a pretty good shot in the dark. Yeah, it was, and it failed miserably. Uh, most people hated it because of that reason and whatnot. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think it definitely has a... There's definitely a, a cult following out there for it. But, um, yeah, I think a lot of people just was were expecting something completely different. Then you go and watch this, and it's just not the Blair Witch you expect. Uh, what did you guys think of the, the remake that came out, or the, I guess, reboot they did? Sure, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I definitely I, I, had some issues with it, but I it was it was okay. 
Yeah, it was cool seeing the the witch and like their interpretation of what she looked like, but it also took away a little bit of the mystique that the witch had, in my opinion. Yeah. It's still a pretty decent uh, remake. Yeah, and also uh, with Blair Witch 2, uh, the original directors, Sanchez and uh, Merrick, had nothing to do with um, the Blair Witch 2. They felt that the studio was pressuring them too much to release a movie too quick, so uh, they decided to take a step back. They were still given um, executive producer credits, but they said they had really no creative control or anything over the movie, and um, they were not fans of the, the second movie. But yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. Uh, so we can get into ratings if you guys would like. I'll start. Uh, I give this one, I, I don't know. There's just something about this movie I really enjoy. Um, I could where I watch it quite a bit, actually. Um, and I give it an 8. I give it an 8. An 8? I give it an 8. Hell. I really enjoy it. I think it was a smart move to go a completely different direction. I actually think there's a good story there, even though maybe the acting's not great. And uh, there's some weird editing choices. I think at the end of the day, there there is a good, interesting story there, and I like the uh, kind of the ambiguous how ambiguous it is with the ending and whatnot. Yeah, I dig it. Sam, um, that's gonna be a no for me. So, <laughs> um, I guess a six. I think you want to go lower. Let's let's, let's alter I, that. Well, I do want to go lower, but I'm like, rather watch that me. or Steve's pick. I'm like, I think I would watch Blair Witch before. Would you give uh, the other 5.8? I'm going with a solid 6 on this one as well. I would should again with a group, for sure. Yeah. But not solo. No. <laughs> but not, uh, not while I would I'm give... awake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would give it a five, but I just want to say that I was happy that Joe picked this because it brings it full circle. Episode one uh, was the Blair Witch Project, so right. having episode 100, Blair Witch 2, was oh, a, yeah. good, a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> super, super fan right there. Where else should we do alone? Sam, you want to talk about Jennifer's body? I guess. I'm just going to read the synopsis because Joe over ran over his time slot. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So my pick was Jennifer's body only because this year, the 10-year anniversary of it being released. And uh, recently, uh, Megan Fox and uh, Diablo Cody, which wrote the movie, uh, they were doing interviews celebrating the 10-year anniversary. And it was just really interesting of how... The movie was marketed, and it pretty much sucked for everyone, but that was the way they marketed. And so it's just really interesting watching um, interviews that they're doing now, looking back on it. So I've been kind of obsessed with Jody uh, again this year. So uh, synopsis is, when a demon takes possession of her high school hottie, Jennifer, Megan Fox, turns a hungry eye on guys who never stood a chance with her before. While evil, Jennifer satisfies her appetite for flesh with the school's male population. Her nerdy friend, Needy, played by Amanda Seyfried, learns what's happening and vows to put an end to the carnage. And um, this was actually directed, Joe, you'll like this, by Karen Kusama, which actually directed The Invitation, oh, which is a great movie. great movie. It's on Netflix, by the way, and some of you guys might recognized Diablo because she did the script for Juno. 
So I remember seeing this movie in the theater. I really, really liked it. Um, and I just was really interested in hearing your guys' take on it. Um, so what did you think? I'll, Joe had never seen it I, Yeah, I was going to say, I'll start. Uh, I had never seen it before. I had never, I remember, like, when the trailers came out and, like, it going being in theaters and stuff, and I was like, that movie looks stupid. Like, mm-hmm. I just was like, that's not a movie for me. Like, it's just not my type of movie. Um, Why? Because it's a woman? <laughs> no, it's, like, super, just, like, like teeny bopper and, like, cheesy and whatnot. So, I know, even though it had, like, horror tones, I was just like, eh. I was like, I don't think this is going to be one I'll enjoy. But I went in, I still went into the to it with an open mind ten years later and being like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll watch it. Um, and I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was okay. Um, it was pretty fun. There was some genuinely, like, funny parts in it. I mean, it's definitely a horror comedy mm-hmm. or comedy slash horror. Um, obviously Megan Fox, a babe, good to look at. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's some pretty good like uh kill scenes in it and i would have liked to have seen a little more obviously would have liked a little more gore but i mean what is it 13 or is, it's it's actually rated R? is it r yeah well if it was r i would have liked to have seen a little more gore and stuff um i mean there was definitely some like stuff that made me roll my eyes and whatnot um still had that Joe, like, you really bopper. enjoyed it you i, I did lying. i no i mean i did overall i did enjoy it would I watch it again? Yeah. Yeah, I probably would with, like, a group, but I wouldn't watch it, like, by myself or anything like that. Not even but... with me? I'd, yeah, a group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a decent watch. Uh, it had its... Well, I just want to say it's actually a cult classic now. I believe it. Yeah. Just saying. Amanda Seyfried is hot. Is it? She, she is, yeah. I'm going out and saying, the kiss. What about the kiss? No one's yeah. going to mention the kiss? That yeah. was nice. Um, you're, you guys say, however, I like it a lot more than Joe. Um, Yay, Todd. It's just a, a fun, campy movie, and I like a lot about it. Yeah, there's some really right moments, like with any kind of teen-based film. Um, but the whole the band's trying to sac- sacrifice for her, right, for fame? Yep. That's that's a cool little touch. Um, and just, like, overall, man, I just, I just liked it a lot. I like her look. She's a babe. And I remember, too, like, it being, like, really big when it was coming out. Like, oh, she goes... Like topless, mm-hmm. and like they had like leaked photos. Or I don't think she goes topless in the film. I don't. No, no. She, she kind of goes like, me, like those, side boob. Yeah, yeah, I remember those photos you're talking about of where she comes out of the lake. Those were the leaked. Yeah. Photos. But she's actually just wearing a nude bathing suit, so calm right. your boners. <laughs> so don't tell my boner what to do. <laughs> I, I can see this being a really good film for, you know, budding horror fans to watch too, especially the male audience. Um, just for you know the obvious. The hotties in it, and yeah, a lot like it a lot. Oh, quiz for you, uh, Adam Brody. What horror movie did he star in this year? Ready or not? You got it. No. What's the other horror movie he's been in? Uh, Jennifer's Body. <laughs> no, this was a trivia question on our episode. Was it? Was it really? Yeah. Oh. I, Wrong turn. No shit, I even forgot. Joyride. No, it might be Scream Four if I remember right. Joyride's a gem. Joyride is, is a fucking gem. I should have picked that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So What's the guy's name? Adam Brody. Yeah, he's a babe. Well, come up. I think it is Scream Four. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, I I, I liked it too. It's a fun movie to watch. Uh, it's the second time I'd seen it. I I think in theaters. 
uh, when it came out in 2009, so uh, I kind of knew what to expect, and I bought it because I couldn't find any stupid uh, uh, like thing to watch it on. It just made me laugh a lot. I liked it, and I liked Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie. Mm-hmm. It was just like a fun watch. Uh, I really dug the interactions between the characters. Uh, there's some generally funny scenes. There's one scene that really made me laugh, and that's when um, Amanda Seyfried's having sex with her boyfriend, and she starts, like, feeling pain. Like, yeah. am I too big? Yeah. <laughs> like, of course you would go. Of course that's what you would think, right? <laughs> There's no other explanation. It's because you're so huge. And I laughed so hard at that. See, I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. It's such a guy thing to think of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and there was just a lot of funny lines. Like, the question I had asked, uh, what does uh, sex smell like, Thai food? It's so yeah. random, but made me laugh. And then... Uh, describing how the goth guy looks when he dies, lasagna with teeth. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of, like, clever lines, yeah. and I, I, I enjoyed it. It was a fun watch, and uh, now that I bought it, I'll definitely pop it in another time in a few years and enjoy it probably just as much. I have a question. Mm. Did Jennifer love Needy, or did Needy love Jennifer? I think Needy loved Jennifer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show. I think so. Yeah. Wait, so how did, how did it? I kind of forget how it ended. She like goes into the crazy house, but sleeps, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. And then she goes and kills. She kills the band. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. That was cool. Yep. Yeah, because their boyfriend Jennifer kills the boyfriend. Yeah, poor Chip. Start the rankings, girl. I'm gonna rank this a nine. Whoa. Two. Wow. Jeez. That's high. Shit. Um, I'm going six and a quarter for me. I'm going to go six and a half. <laughs> and I'm going a seven. So. All right, Stephen Todd, my dude. <laughs> I'm like not that much slower. Um, but if there's any females listening, definitely check it out on YouTube uh, with Diablo and Megan because it's very interesting on the whole like sexism and all of that. Wait, is Diablo the name of the director? Yeah. Wow, that's her name. Yeah, isn't wow. that a beautiful name? It's just really interesting. Like I could watch all of forever, so go check it out. I wonder why they never made a sequel. It just failed. Was it a commercial failure? I'm assuming. Well, yeah, because yeah. they promoted it for like college frat boys. Yeah. And they were like, it's pretty much like um, a sex movie, a sex yeah. movie, which that's not really. Yeah, I, like, I even remember Twilight, them. but for guys. Yeah, I remember even them like promoting that like on television, like back in the day. So. Yeah, but it's really been finding its audience. Thank goodness. So yeah, I think there might be like a unofficial too for Jennifer's oh, body. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Where's the band? Was it an actual band? No, <laughs> that was not Adam Brody's voice, by the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, thanks for watching it, guys. I appreciate that. Yeah. Do you guys like mosquitoes? Mosquitoes no. are pretty scary. <laughs> what about giant mosquitoes that are six foot big? Love them. Even scarier. Well, you're in for a treat. <laughs> 1994's Mosquito. Uh, all right, so this movie is about an alien that crash lands on Earth. Um, and then mosquitoes suck his blood, which in turn turns the mosquitoes into giant six-foot beans that go around with giant-ass suckers killing people, which sucks their bloods out makes them little mummified corpses. But the plot is, uh, is a new uh, fucking forest ranger, and she's going to her new job. So her and her boyfriend are driving up there. 
subplot of Gunnar Hansen from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He just robbed a freaking bank, and he's on the run. And then together to fight off these giant mosquitoes. So um, that's basically it. What happens, man? So 1994 Magic, a lot of practical effects in it. Uh, some questionable. I mean, of course, there's some weird digital effects in it, but whatever. But I really love this film because this is a movie that's probably on like Channel Five and you know stuff like that during like Saturday mornings. So I found myself like in the early 90s watching this movie almost every weekend. Um, and then they just had a Blu-ray release about two years ago by Synapse, if anyone's into that. It has like an hour and a half making of, which is really good. Um, but Mosquito, it's got some questionable acting, not the best, um, some stupid lines in it. But it's got a lot of heart, and it's got great practical effects, and I really enjoy it. What do you guys think? I loved the practical effects. You're damn right you did. Mm-hmm. The screaming, not so much. The little mosquito screams. I don't remember that. I don't know if you I remember don't? The they were like screaming screams. the whole time. <laughs> Did you hate it? I didn't hate it. <laughs> I liked okay. it. Go on. I thought the mosquitoes were cute. I thought it was fun. Um, I don't really know what else I can say about this one. All right. I'll go. Uh, I had a lot of fun with this one um i just think it's a great fun b movie um this would be a great one to watch with like a group of friends drinking some beers or whatever um i mean the, i think the practical effects are awesome and it the mosquitoes look great like when they get the when they pull out their like suckers and yeah. suck the blood and stuff it looks awesome um it just oh man the opening scene made me laugh so hard when they fucking hit the mosquito on the windshield Same i laughed years. my ass off um, and i was like oh all right this is what you know, it just, it knows what it is, and it, it doesn't try to hide it. Um, yeah, I mean, I had a blast. Uh, it was great to see Gunner. I loved when he pulled out the chainsaw and was like, haven't dealt with one of these in two years or whatever. Um, so that was really fun. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's got to, yeah, like you said, Todd, the movie has, like, a lot of heart. You can tell, like, they were just, it just seemed like whoever made it was, like, a, a real fan of, like, those old 50s creature feature B-movies and, uh, yeah, just like back to those times, and yeah, I had a lot of fun with this one. Um, I think there is negative. I guess there. I, I felt like there were a couple of lulls at times where not much was going on, and it kind of dragged a little. But it, then it kind of picked right back up. And I mean, whenever the mosquitoes on screen, I was captivated. <laughs> so yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, kind of along the same lines as me. I, I really had fun watching this one. Uh, I watched it really late, and I was a little afraid leap, but it kept me entertained enough that I got through it, uh, the whole thing, and nothing made me happier than seeing Gunnar Hansen pick up the chainsaw and then, like, reference Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I thought that was the coolest moment ever. Uh, I love the mosquitoes. I love the effects. Uh, there's just, uh, It was fun. This one scene that, maybe it's because I was tired, and it really, really made me laugh, is when they're having sex in the tent, <laughs> and then the guy goes out to pee and he grabs a beer on his yeah. way out to pee and the mosquito attacks the girl in the tent while the guy runs to the tent but he Sipping takes the time beer. to yeah. sip the fucking I beer on the way I laughed too, that was great <laughs> I'm like, that's so like fun. that made me laugh so hard yeah. like, I don't know, there's just a lot of silly moments like that in the movie uh, the cop who's like, you know, in his office with this little like clapper um, I don't know, it's just a ridiculous movie but a lot of fun and I watched it alone, and I had a lot of fun. I'm sure with buddies and drinking would have been even better. So, yeah, awesome film. Yeah. 
Yeah, my favorite comedic scene was when the one of the deputies is going up the dumbwaiter and it snaps. Yeah. And he goes like, no, no, no. <laughs> and they make it seem like it's like a skyscraper, yeah. even though it's like only a two-story building. <laughs> yeah, what, I'm assuming he died. Like, yeah, he died. Motherfucker died. died. Doctor and uh, yeah, Gunner goes out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Yeah. The the biggest annoying part for me though was at the end where uh, the uh, the black dude gets out and he won't yeah. stop coughing. Yeah. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up! He's like, eh, eh, we get eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gotta build this fence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, but like I said, just a fun fucking movie with great effects. What I mean, what, if you want a fun movie with your buddies, this is it. Absolutely. Uh, I give this one a solid 7.75. Uh, I'm going to give this one a 6.5. You're a hater. Well, you, that's a good what rating for this. this. But Blair Witch got a 9 or whatever. An 8. An eight. <laughs> okay, well, uh, see, if I'm rating this on a B-movie scale, I'd probably give it like a 7.5 or an 8. But it's just like a straight movie, I'm giving it a 6.5. But it's not a straight movie, so that's kind of unfair. Well, I just gave two ratings. So. Well, I'm giving it's... it a 7.2. Nice. And I actually really liked it. I'm giving it a 7.5. I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah. Hell yeah. I even stopped doing the dishes to watch it. <laughs> oh, nice. that, that, that's as good of a complaint as it gets from Sam. <laughs> and I was by myself. <laughs> oh, my. I was like, shit, I need to yeah. sit my ass on the couch and watch this. Yeah, I think actually that's all four movies are Horror Squad approved, pretty sure. Yeah, that's they all, got, they all got high enough ratings. I would, yeah, I would recommend watching all four, honestly. I concur. Yeah, and it, I thought this was a fun, like, different thing to do. Uh, Maybe something that said maybe not four in one episode, but once in a while, just have us pick something that's from the past and review it. Because yeah, it's, I think Todd on chat one time was saying that maybe we do too many new movies, which is very important because it's like relevant. But once in a while, we should go back and check out some classics. Yeah, and there'll be a lot of open time for that coming up with uh, you know December, January, February, pretty dead time for horror movies. So we'll definitely have a chance to revisit some of these classics. Well, that's our hundredth episode. One hundred. Yeah. One hundred. One hundred. Enter a contest. Did it. One hundred. Yeah. Don't forget to enter the contest. You just heard the rules from Steve. Uh, hashtag Horror Squad One Hundred. Share the out on any social media, and you will get a prize box. Remember, Todd got bit by a spider on his ass. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. For our, for our, our non our international yeah listeners, but uh. See ya. Bye. Yeah, thank you so much, everyone, um, for listening to us for the past 100 episodes. Bye. Bye. And we're off. Nice. Wait, wait. When are you going away? The next week won't be here? Okay. No, Steve. Wednesday. Let me look at the calendar here. We can well we can do Black Christmas. We can just wait for Steve to come back and do it for our Christmas episode. He'll be back. Oh, will you? Oh, what's that?